Welcome to Parent Tips with Pastors Ron and Lori Termali of Legacy Church RI. If you are a parent seeking some guidance for raising kids in today's world, this podcast is for you. Pastors Ron and Lori will draw from over 40 years of experience as parents, grandparents, and pastors, as well as former daycare directors, to help parents deal with the challenges of raising successful, faith-filled children and youth. You will also hear from different guests to discuss real-life situations and answer questions you may have. Make sure to share parent tips with your friends, and together, let's build the next generation of godly young people. Now, here's Pastors Ron and Lori. Well, welcome everyone to our first Parent Tips podcast. I'm really excited about this. My name's Ron. I'm here with my wife, Lori, along with an awesome couple, Carlos and Denise Lara. Um, I'm really uh, just so thrilled that we're able to do this podcast for parents out there. Uh, the reason why we've decided to do a podcast on parent tips is because parents need help, especially in the world that we're living in. You need real help. You need wisdom. And uh, I'm hoping that with myself and my wife um, being in the ministry, pastoring for 30 years, we've run daycares, um, raised a few kids, um, that we have enough wisdom under our belt and, and really have learned through the years uh, by even making some mistakes, and and but mostly by reading Scripture, really understanding Scripture and applying them to our lives, that you can be a successful parent. You can raise successful children. So we're hoping that as we give out these parent tips, that you would take them, uh, try to apply them to your family and to your life. We know that it will be fruitful. So before we go on, I'd like to introduce everyone here around the table. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello, hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to our first Parentist podcast. Um, Lori, why don't you maybe give some stats on um, who we are so people know who they're listening to? Well, we have been married for 39 years this September. And we have three great children. Um, I have two boys, 35, 33. And my youngest daughter, Carissa, is 26. Two married. And I have four beautiful grandchildren, one more on the way, and one daughter home still waiting for her Prince Charming. Yeah, I can't keep up with the numbers. You have, you have, to, keep, you have to carry a calculator at some point. But talking about a calculator, why don't you, Denise, why don't you tell us about who you are? So Carlos and I uh, have been married for going on nine years this year. Um, and we have three children and one cooking in the oven right now. Yep. Um, we're doing July. Uh, so our oldest right now is six years old. Then we have Jaziel. And uh, so the first one is Anaya. She's six. Jaziel is five. And Zemi is three. So we have our hands full. Mm. Thank, God, thank God for moms, right? Yeah. They know all the birthdays. That, all you know? the birthdays. Yeah. The worst is when uh, I got to go pick up medicine. They always ask me what the uh, births, um, date of birth is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude. I know. I do, I do the same thing. What year, what year were they born? <laughs> Then so, he turns to me, Laurie. Yep. And I always yep. turn to my wife. <laughs> well, you know, again, uh, we're doing parent tips really because we want to help parents. Um, you know, we are 
uh, Christian parents, mm -hmm. which I believe makes a huge difference in a child's life because mm -hmm. especially if you go to church every week, you don't even realize how much wisdom you're getting from the Word of God. Yeah. But even as Christians, it's it's challenging to raise children. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we raised three three kids, and uh, we we had our our mountaintop experiences and our valley experiences. And so what we've done is we began to write uh, one parent tip a week, which you can also see on our church website, which is legacychurchri.com forward slash parent tips to, to really help you just gain nuggets of wisdom that if you ingest them and you apply them, they actually work. They actually mm -hmm. work. Yep. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's many, many books on parenting. There's many authors that write on parenting. Um, and, and you get resources from all different sources. But our main resource that we've used in our lives is scripture. And, uh, and godly men and women who've gone before us, uh, who have successfully raised great godly children who are leaders in the kingdom. And we've learned a lot by watching, learning, reading, and applying. And by the grace of God, you know, we have three successful um, young children mm -hmm. who, who, you know, have kids of their own, they're married, they serve in church, they're successful in, in their finances, um, they love God, which we believe is, is, is the greatest, um, act of success in a person's right. life. And so, so we've applied things that we've written about that we're going to be talking about over the, the next few weeks. And I encourage you to, to, to listen in every week. We're going to have different guests on who are, are going to ask real questions. We're going to talk about real situations, um, not theoretical. Um, and, and I, again, I, I want to say this. There's lots of information out there. And, and even, you, you know, you can read like a New York Times bestseller book on, on uh, former parenting. And then you look at the person's life who's reading it and you say, oh, I'm not sure I want to follow this person's advice. Mm -hmm. You know, they might write well, but you know a tree by its fruit. So I think we're going to have some great people on uh, with some great fruit. Um, not that everyone, everyone's perfect. We're not perfect, but we've overcome challenges. And mm -hmm. I, I believe that these parent tips will help greatly. So let's, let's begin. Um, we're going to start right with parent tip number one. This is our first parent tip podcast. So it makes sense to start with number <laughs> one. Uh, and the name of this, this parent tip is the buck stops with you. You know, there was a president, he was the thir 33rd president of the United States. His name was Harry Truman. And he had a plaque on his desk that said, the buck stops here, uh, which means, you know, whether it's good or bad, you can, you can look to me and say, hey, it's my fault. And I, and I know, you know, my wife would sometimes say to my kids, you know, when especially challenging times, mm -hmm. ask your dad, Ask your dad. Mm -hmm. You know, the buck stops with him. <laughs> and then I would sometimes say, oh, why don't you ask your mom? <laughs> you know, but when, when we're talking about the buck stops with you, you really have to accept the responsibility and the challenge that God has given us to raise a gift that he has sent us. You know, a child is a gift. I mean, you know, you look at your kids, Carlos and Denise. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. You know what I mean? I see them running around the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. and Always. And, and when you see a child, you say, boy, what an amazing creation, number yeah. one. And what an amazing gift. So children mm -hmm. are gifts from us. So so we're going to look at this 
this uh, parent tip number one, the buck stops with you, um, because ultimately our children are our responsibility as parents. Okay, so so we're going to read through this, and then we're going to really uh, uh, get challenged with some questions and and talk about some real life situations. Carlos, why don't you read the uh, first two scriptures uh, that are mentioned here in parent tip number one? Yeah, so the first scripture is in Proverbs twenty two six which says, direct your child unto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. And the second one is found in Proverbs 1, 8 through 9. Listen to my son. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are like garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. And so when we look at these scriptures, the Lord is, is absolutely clear where he says, direct your children. He's mm-hmm. speaking to us as parents. He's giving us a command, uh, direct your children. Um, and then he says to our children, listen, my son, to your father's instruction and to your mother's teaching. Mm-hmm. So we see here that God has created a family and he gives a child, a father and a mother. And, you know, in the world that we're living in, um, maybe you're a single parent. Yeah. Um but you're still a mother Mm -hmm. or you're still a father. And the Lord speaks to your children too. And Mm -hmm. he says, hey, listen to your parent, listen to your Mm -hmm. parents. And then he tells us as parents, direct your children. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in this lead tip, we read that one of the most important tips of parenting is knowing it is a parent's responsibility to instruct and raise their children. It's no one else's responsibility. It's a parent's responsibility. And so... And, and right now we have some parents doing some parenting because we have some kids running around. <laughs> in the, in the, like I said, the, always. Always, yeah. And, uh, hey, you know what? It, this is great. Because, uh, live action in the back. Live action. We're, we're a real, let me tell you one thing. You know, we're, we're here at Legacy Church RI and, and we are a real family church. Amen. And I look around the church and, and it makes my you know, heart leap with, with gladness when I see parents chasing their kids <laughs> everywhere. And, um, and you know, we're in real life mode here real while life. we're talking about parenting. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to continue to say it's not the responsibility of a daycare. Mm-hmm. It's not a responsibility of school, nor relatives or your friends, babysitters or anyone else for your child's life. It's not anyone else's responsibility for your child's moral compass, their mm-hmm. spiritual, emotional, and cognitive development. God gives us that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are many influences impacting children, but it's a parent's job to orchestrate, and this is important, to orchestrate who mm-hmm. and what will influence their child. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a good it. question right there. Mm-hmm. Is is And and maybe if, if you're reading this, um, you have to ask yourself the question all the time. Mm-hmm. Who is influencing my mm-hmm. child and what mm-hmm. is yeah, influencing yeah. my child? Yeah. It's the greatest responsibility for a parent to mold, shape, protect, provide for, and care for their child's well-being. And really, that's parenting in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility to mold our children, to shape our children, to protect our children, to provide for our children, and to care for their well-being. Denise, why don't you read this next section, Parent Tips? Yeah. 
So it says there is no such thing as being an overprotective parent. You can never be an overprotective parent if your decisions are formed by love, wisdom, prayer, biblical principles, and are for the best interest of your child. We are not to live in fear or parent in fear, but we are to parent with wisdom and discernment. A parent's first duty is to protect their child and to create a safe and nurturing environment. Convenience cannot supersede what is best for your child. Who you leave your child with and where you leave your child must be covered by thought, prayer, wisdom, and references. So good. You know, that's so that's good. that's a real yeah. good one. You know, yeah. um, how about convenience cannot supersede what is best for yeah. your child? That's so is that strong. a challenge for all of us? <laughs> yeah. Right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean— it's not easy. Yeah, you know, yeah. living life, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, many life people. Life is busy. Yeah, life yeah. is busy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, especially as, as Christians, we're all involved in our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have ministry. Um, we have duties at home. We have job, re- job responsibilities. And and sometimes you kind of just need a break, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and so and when you need a break, you know, parents, if you're listening, you, you get what I'm saying. You tend to lean towards what's the convenient thing to do, right. yeah. you know. But we're talking about parent tips and 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 wisdom and nuggets of wisdom that we really have to kind of underline and mark and mark them in our hearts. That convenience cannot supersede mm-hmm. what is best for your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and because because that can lead to, um, you know, hurt. It mm-hmm. can it can lead to someone influencing your child you don't want to influence them mm-hmm. because of convenience sake, um, and we're called to protect and to shape and mold our our children and and mm-hmm. when you do the convenient thing and not the best thing, um, that's not always uh, the you're never going to get the best result out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Lori, why don't you read this great story? It's a real <laughs> okay. story, Lori's story. I love stories. Yeah. <laughs> we had a rule in our home, one of many. There is no sleeping over someone's house if we do not know the parent or parents well. It doesn't matter if the parents attend the same church with us or live in the same neighborhood or if their children are over our house all the time. Another rule was it was okay for other children to stay at our house overnight, but not vice versa. (laughs) Um, We were sometimes labeled as being overprotective and unfair. Very, very, very often. And I was okay with that because Mm. I had to feel good in my heart with every decision I made for my own kids. Mm. So we heard this from our children and their friends as well as their friends' parents. We would be asked, why can my child stay at your home but yours cannot stay at our home? Seems hypocritical, right? Not at all. Every parent must do what they feel is right for their own children. We were responsible for raising of our children and not the children of others. Unless we were confident that our children would not be exposed to anything that would be harmful to their physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual well-being, the answer to their request for overnight stays would be no. Why? Because dad and mom love you so much that we have rules to protect you. That's good. As a parent, you have to be willing to be unpopular. God has a way of supporting you as a parent when you are doing what is right in his eyes for your kids. Mm. You know, so yeah, this this is a great parent tip about ultimately you are responsible as a parent mm-hmm. 
for your children's well-being, for yeah. their care, molding and shaping them. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can kind of um, throw it to you, uh, Carlos and Denise, and uh, and see if you have any questions for yeah. for Lori and myself that that we can help you guys with and other parents who are mm-hmm. listening. Well, even just like with the story, um, I know my parents did not let me sleep over as well. Um, they were, you know, they were overprotective, so to speak. And growing up, they were, you know, unpopular for me. You know, I was just like, you know, I have those parents. Um, but now as a grown up and as a mom, I completely understand like why, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I think my first question, because I feel like it kind of just like think, because Carlos, I feel like is on the other side where like his family was not that strict or, you know, overprotective, you know. So now we're married. We have kids. Like, how do you deal with, you know, having those different um, like lifestyles or like childhoods? Like, how do you team up and like. Agree. Yeah, agree on discipline or, you know, on topics like this, like sleepovers, yeah. you know. How do you get on the same page? Well, let, let me first ask this. <laughs> um, if we compare, mm. uh, like, say, you know, pre-Christ, yeah. you fellows, <laughs> yep, yep. when we compare the different parenting Mm. skills that your parents had and how they parented you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denise mm-hmm. had overprotective parents so, mm-hmm. you know, sweeping over anyone's house. Yeah. Um, how did how do you turn out versus how you turned out? <laughs> <laughs> Still a work in progress. <laughs> Still working through those people. <laughs> Still you working. Have one, you know, did you have a lot of things that, um, let's put it this way, um, she had probably had to overcome a lot of more things mm, as yeah. you came to Christ than you, Denise, right? Mm. Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Did, did, were your parents right and why? Yeah, I think, um, again, me being able to like look back, I know that there was a lot of moments where they protected me from so much. Yeah. You know, like I could have experienced so many things as like a child, as a teenager, Um that my friends were experiencing. That were harmful. Yeah, that were mm-hmm. harmful. Um, and, you know, f- even just at that age, like, you think, like, oh, well, it looks fun, you know? But at the same time, like, I my my parents had the wisdom, and, you know, they, they were Christian. So, like, I know that it was the Lord that was also, like, guiding them in that and saying, like, you know what? I know the intentions of these people. Yeah. You may not see it. But I'm seeing it, you know, and I can't let you do that, you know. And my my dad would constantly say, like, I do it because I love you. You know what I mean? And it was like, well, I don't see it. (laughs) But now I do. Did you rebel in any way? Um, I cannot lie. I did. (laughs) Because I think there's like that curiosity. But even still, again, I think even that solidified why my parents were right. Like, even when I did, like, have my rebellious stage where I was like, well, you know, I've done all, like, every all, everything right, you know, quote, unquote. I've yeah. done everything right, like, with my parents. Now I'm going to do my own thing. You yeah. know, I'm going to do all these things that, like, I wasn't able to do. Yeah. And when I did, I experienced a heartbreak. I experienced, like, the, the brokenness. Mm-hmm. And it was like I had to come crawling to the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, and again— because my parents raised me in the truth, I was able to come back and say, like, they were right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the Lord is 
all that I need, you know? So it, it definitely, you know, even after like what they tried to do, there's also like that free will, which um, it's unfortunate, but. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying yeah. is exactly what it says in Proverbs 22, 6, yep. direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, mm-hmm. they yeah. will not leave it. Yeah. And I know there's, there's, um, uh, versions of the scripture, I believe mm. another scripture yep. says, even though they might stray, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will return. Mm. Because, you know, we suffer consequences. Yeah, yeah, and we it's realize true. that yep. our parents were right. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. So I was <clears throat> just going to add to that. One thing that we did tell our children often, especially when they got into their teen years, mm. is they don't have to understand my decision. They just mm-hmm. have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can't expect them to think like we do because they're not a parent. They're still a child. Exactly. And exactly. My, my line to them was, someday you're going to be a parent. And mark my word, you're going to say, Mom and Dad, you are right. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't expect you to understand why we're saying no and yeah. why we're saying it so mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to trust us that we love you and we do what's best for you. And we have wisdom because we've been on planet Earth a lot longer <laughs> than you. Yeah. yeah. So just trust us. You don't have to understand it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to even agree. Mm-hmm. But as a child, you just have to obey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like the job. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> you know, requiring obedience, that's mm-hmm. another parent tip that we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but, you know, thank thank God that there are still parents yeah. out there that are forceful and say, mm-hmm. hey, listen, this is the way it's going to be. The buck stops here. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We need that stick to yep. We need that fortitude and being able to be the, the nerdy parent. Mm. You know, we don't fit in. And yep. the Bible says that Christians are a peculiar people. We're not <laughs> called to fit in yeah. with culture, with society. And, mm-hmm. uh, and many times our children are getting influenced by everything they see, what everyone yeah. else is doing. We as parents need to know that God has appointed us to have wisdom and to do what is best for our children, even when they fight and resist, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Now, Carlos, you, you were raised a whole different way, right? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, you didn't have a lot of boundaries, right? <laughs> yeah, I was a wild child. Okay. Um, but I, I, it's awesome because um, I feel like it comes down, truth is truth, and I feel like we're getting to the same um, point, but just a different perspective. Like mm-hmm. I experienced, I did sleepovers. I went over people's house. I had people sleep over my house. And there are occasions where my dad will have like an intuition and he'll like, for some reason, I don't like that kid. For some reason, I don't like to stop hanging out with that kid. And I'm like, no, no, he's my best friend. And I was doing music at the time. He's like, no, no, he's my best friend. You were doing, and then like something will come up, and like their family's into like a crazy cult thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, my dad was right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that but they still didn't really hold me down. So um, to the other side, where I'm trying to get to is um, I experienced a lot of things, and because I experienced a lot of things that I shouldn't have. With kids now, I know where and how to protect them from those experiences. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I experienced it. I don't want my children to experience that. Right. So I'm yeah. going to stay firm because regardless if they're crying, regardless if they're nagging, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay firm because I know what's going to happen or what could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times it's it's not, people have good intentions and it's always that 1%, that one time something happens. Yeah. And um and I would rather not have my kids be in that that position, especially with my my 
authority to say, hey, do that, and then do that, it's okay, and then that one time. Because all it takes is one time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It only takes yeah. one time. Yeah. And, um, and, and, as a, and as a pastor for mm-hmm. what, over 30 years and working with many families, um, I've seen what that one time can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, we talked about um, convenience mm-hmm. over yeah. what's best for your child. And, you know, your kids can wear you out. Let's mm-hmm. let's face it. Wear you down. You know, wear you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> wear yeah. you down. Wear you down. Wear you down. Mm-hmm. And it's convenient. It's easier mm-hmm. to just oh, you know what? This one time, mm-hmm. you know, and to go against your discernment, to go against your wisdom, mm-hmm. uh, to go against even the Holy Spirit who's telling you, don't let your child do this. Don't let him go here. Don't stick by your guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you know, I think we have to remember that that convenience. Yeah. can be our greatest enemy yeah. when raising children, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a question yeah, for you yeah. for you guys, too. Like when it comes to um, allowing kids or other people into your kid's life, um, we probably could talk about kids or parents, I guess. Um, like what is it that you guys look for? How do you kind of like um, say, hey, this, this, this is a good family that my kids could kind of hang out with? Um, well, number one, you look at the fruit on the tree of the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even if there's someone your child's age and the parents are great and they've been to your house and you have a good feeling, but they might have an older sibling that you don't don't know much about. Mm-hmm. And that older sibling, what if they have their friend over the same night? Mm-hmm. So there's so many variables that can happen, like yeah, if yeah. you're talking about sleepovers, mm-hmm. um, and you don't know what could happen yeah and there's no protection there because you're not in control of the environment Mm -hmm. so if they're at your house you can listen you can put a baby monitor on (laughs) you could do different Mm -hmm. things to Mm -hmm. know what's going on in your house Mm -hmm. and you know the atmosphere of your house Mm. um and so you just have to be wise and think of every possible variable before you make a, a decision yeah and then you know we always said that we kind of structured our kids friends there were some that we just didn't feel good about mm. and we just would say no and just kind of redirect and say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, so-and-so. And and then when they're, lo- when they're younger, it's like, all right, whatever. And so kind of behind the scenes, not knowingly, we kind of engineered, engineered who their good friends would be. Mm. Yeah, we, we really, 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 really needed to know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, again, you know, we are very, very strict with our children going over people's homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We made our house the hangout, mm-hmm. and so that at least we can have influence. Yeah. Um, and that's where you get the, 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 you know, those parents that say, "Hey, why mm-hmm. can you know my kids come over there, mm. and your kids can't come over here?" Mm. You know, and um, and that's where you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you say. I don't have to give people an answer, mm. you know. And my kids, I do what I want. I mean, I'm not accountable <laughs> to you. I'm accountable to God for my mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, for and, the most uh, part, though, most parents were really happy they were at my house. Yeah, it's true. Because I believe they sensed who we were as people, yeah. Yeah. and they yeah. felt a trust in us. Mm. And to know their kids were at our house, they didn't have to worry mm-hmm. because they don't even know why. But we know it was spiritual, but they mm. didn't know that. Mm. And so they would be at our house, and we— gave up our driveway for five years and made it a skate park. And mm-hmm. when we were ready to move, we asked all the neighbors, now, do you want to take over? And because these kids love all these ramps and mm-hmm. rails. And they go, are you kidding? I would never put that in my driveway. <laughs> so we had to like 
get someone to come and take it away because no one in our <laughs> no neighborhood would do what we did. Yeah, do what yeah. we did. They wouldn't open up their basement and make mm-hmm. it a, you know, a music studio and then the trampoline mm. and and of course the food was a big draw too because yeah. I like to cook. But, nice. Um, yeah, it, you. It's okay to be strict, mm-hmm. and it's okay to be, you know, what the world would call overprotective, mm-hmm. because I don't think it's being overprotective. I just think it's being protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. how can you be overprotective? It's your ch- child, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, you know, I don't know if we really answered your question well, but um, you know, you really, 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 really need to know everything about who is going to be in your child's life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even when you have all that, I'm not saying that things can't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you, you, you read the statistics and so forth, even when it comes to family members, when, you know, some children, things happen to kids, um, it's usually people that you tend to trust, trust yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, and that's why, you know, we 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 think it's always better to have care at your own house, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and um, and under your care yeah, the, yeah. versus everyone else's care. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Um, but why don't we maybe talk a little bit about um, even the need for babysitters, mm-hmm. you know, because we're, we're talking about, um, you know, the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to know and your babysitters need to know what you believe in mm-hmm. and you you know you have to set the parameters the standards and set the protective devices which we live in a time and yeah. where you can set up your home mm. with visual cameras mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. can see what's going on right. you know yeah, yeah. um i think i think every house with kids should have that yeah, especially so if you leave the house with a babysitter mm-hmm. you know but um well, how you know how do how do you how do you do babysitting? Family is right. Yeah, yeah. Mom, I mean, my mom. Yep, the mm-hmm. the grandmas coming in, yeah, and yeah. Um, I think we trust them the most. Yeah. Um, because you know we know that they have like the best intentions for them, and um, in a way that it is convenient, but at the same time, it's like it's my mom, and like like I said, she was strict. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, she she's almost like raising them how she raised me and like even just even in a more loving way. So like mm-hmm. I know that I'm leaving them in good hands um, and she is with me all the time. So she's seeing how I'm raising them. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. seeing, you know, like the patterns in them. So she she knows them, which I think is like really important as well, because um, we also don't want um, people coming in and like either disciplining them in like a way that, you know, our children don't respond to or, um, you know, people that just don't know our kids, yeah. you know, like they just don't know that Jaziel is a little wild yeah, yeah. or that Anaya likes yeah. to talk your ear off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little things like that where like they just will love on our kids regardless yeah. of how the night goes or how the day goes. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be loving on our children. They'll let us know like, Hey, they did X, Y, and Z. This is what, you know, this is what I did. Yes, exactly. But like, I know that I'm leaving my children in loving hands and I have like the peace when I'm walking out the door, not like, I'm texting every five minutes or like feeling like, Oh man, we, we cannot stay out too long you know like it's kind of like they're yeah, they're good certain, so there's certain people you can absolutely yes. trust yes did you want to say something like yeah my daughter she nannies for a family at church um 
And one rule that I thought was really wise that they had was they picked two girls that they trust, you know, um, Mm -hmm. with their children. And my daughter's one of them. And they said that they don't want a whole bunch of different people coming in, even though there's a big youth um, in the church Mm -hmm. and a lot of good kids, that they picked two of the people that they Mm -hmm. knew that their kids can look up to, that they knew they could trust, Mm -hmm. that they knew that 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 my daughter and you mm-hmm. know this one other person mm-hmm. that watches the children that um they would have a positive influence and they have great fruit on their tree wow and so those two girls are the only girls that watch their children when they have to go away or if it's mm-hmm. just for the day um so this way the kids get to know auntie kissa mm-hmm. and um, auntie Alyssa, mm-hmm. and those are the girls that watch them and that's who they trust yeah. and there's not a whole lot of okay uh all right i need somebody we have this event at church um are you ready can you do it can you do it and then you're getting all different people mm. from all different walks of life that you don't know 100 yeah, yeah, percent, yeah. but it's convenient because now you're, you're, you're drawing from a pool of 10 mm-hmm. and not two mm-hmm. and so it's almost like if this you know family is not available yeah yeah what who what two girls in the church do you trust mm-hmm. that you know love your kids and say would you you know be willing when I'm when I'm in need mm-hmm. to be one of these two special people that I want to influence my kids yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know the babysitter has to uh, pass the muster and come with references mm-hmm. people that really know them right. you yeah. have to pray get a discernment on mm-hmm. them you know what is the fruit of their of their tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I still think because of the world that we're living in, yeah. because you know, sometimes people think, well, they go to church. Well, the mm. church is a hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church is a hospital, you mm-hmm. know, um, just so because someone goes to church doesn't mean they're trustworthy, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't mean it's someone that you can trust with your greatest gift, your child, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. And so I think it's important that even though we trust somebody mm. you know i think having two girls mm-hmm. is better than one even like because now it's yes. two mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. two people you trust yeah and so um if something's wrong with someone there's another person there, mm-hmm. you know um but but i would say that to make it absolutely clear mm-hmm. oh you know we we have cameras around the house you know if anything happens we'll see yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so people need to know mm. yeah. that we're watching Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parents, you can't be afraid to let people know mm-hmm. I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. Yep. I'm watching. You know, mm-hmm. and so, um, but it really is um, helpful if you can find uh, a couple of people that you can really, really trust, and they become the, not only babysitters but they become influencers in yeah. your child's life. You mm-hmm. know? So, did you have anything you want to say about babysitting? Um, babysitting, yeah, babysitting, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always a never, challenge. never say. Here's a tip: never say as a husband, "I'm babysitting." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You're in trouble with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not babysitting. These are your kids. These yep. are your children. <laughs> These are my kids. You're raising them. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always been. It's always been. Um, and I think as a parent too, um, like you said, we. we we want to have rest, but sometimes um, you can't. You can't mm-hmm. ha- find a babysitter, and it's okay. I think um, sometimes you have to find creative ways to kind of spend time with each other if that's why you you need a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we couldn't get a babysitter, so then like we have to change our plans. And I feel like um, as a parent, it's okay to know that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And find a creative way, just doing something simple at home with each other once the kids mm-hmm. go to bed. 
um, or if you're going to do a trip, you know, plan it out. But yeah, we didn't, um, you know, go away to what ten a tenth anniversary tenth anniversary. Mm. You know, we did we everything with our kids. kids. Wow. But he booked a cruise for us to surprise, you know, surprise me. But Carissa was only eight months old. The boys were, what, seven and nine. Mm. So they were older. And, you know, it was okay to leave them because they were a little bit more mature. But then I'm like, I have to leave my eight-year-old. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, yes, he was, we I really think, need I it. Think and three, so we did three it. days on the cruise, she's saying, I want to take a boat back. Yes, I understand that mother's heart. Yeah, I miss my baby. Honey, there's no boat going back. No <laughs> back. But, um, oh my gosh! But you know, we're, we're gonna, um, I think, end here. But um, thanks, Carlos and Denise. And, yeah. And I don't know if you have any other questions, but I, I think you know we made the point, and and the wisdom here, the bottom line, yeah, is it's a parent's responsibility, no one else to raise your children. Yeah. And there's no such thing as being an overprotective parent. Yes. Um, do all you can to not live in convenience mm -hmm. uh, and make decisions out of convenience. Mm -hmm. But make decisions for what's best for your child. Yeah. Yeah. And just being bold because bold. in today's yeah. society, they're being bold for like coming for our children. Right. Oh, so, so true. That's, I think that's why it's so important to just say, like, even when you said like, well, I don't care what you think. I don't even have to give you an answer right. because these are my kids. Like, right. this is what I'm doing. And I think that like society right now, like they do not care. They're putting it out there and you know what I mean? Like their agenda, their ideas, exactly. their everything. Um, and we're just supposed to sit back and just like, oh, well, it was on the TV. Oh, well, yeah. it showed up on their thing. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, it's not just about like the sleepover. I know we kind of brought that up a lot, but it's about like TV. It's about their tablets. It's right. about their books. It's, you know, it's yeah. like so many things mm -hmm. that like, because they're being bold, but they're also being very sneaky where it's like sneaking in in like such subtle, subtle ways, subtle yeah. ways yeah. you know? So being aware of that and... And that's the problem with, with sleepovers. Yes, because you don't have control of that. Exactly. Stuff, you know? mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that um, rules and structure as a parent bring great security to your children. Mm -hmm. I love that. They don't know it, mm -hmm. but somehow they, there's just a security. And even if they don't agree with you and they're mad because you're the mm -hmm. only parent that said no, mm -hmm. something inside of them says mom and dad, like they care. And mm -hmm. they're putting time and energy into making a decision because they love me. They yeah. might not say those words, but that's the feeling they get. And I, I truly believe rules and structure bring kids great security. Mm. And that's what kids are lacking today. Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah that's so true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're just going to keep going. Um, <laughs> just to add to that, when I was working at the YMCA, there was a guy, he was 65 years old. Um, they called him Coach. He worked as um, with children in inner cities for over 45 years um, and I was growing in the YMCA. I was overseeing two elementary schools um, programs. And he caught me one day um, trying to like, I don't know. He just pulled me aside and he's like, Carlos, I know you're trying to be a good guy, but these kids, they need and yearn for structure. He's like, regardless, like you think they don't need it. He's like, they need it. And then he would, he would, and, and once he kind of brought that to light, when he would correct and try to like correct in a loving way, of course, um, he would bring me around and he's like, you know, the most troubled kid acting out, you know what I mean? He would 
pull them aside, talk to them, correct them. And then every time he just kept on and he, he just showed me how to be accountable, create that structure. And mm-hmm. you would see their behavior mm-hmm. change. Yeah, and then, yeah. then you'll start to hear, hear that story where, oh, this kid always behaves well when he's with this person. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at home, they're like this. You know what I mean? And that's when I realized yeah. that. Um, so I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They the yearn for it. They need yeah. it. Yeah, that's one of the mm-hmm. things. Lori, I know when Lori had a daycare business, um, parents would say, why are my kids like angels for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but at home, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Why yeah. do they take a nap for you? Why do they eat <laughs> carrots for you? Why mm. do they sit still and they don't bother the other children? Mm. And I just had a lot of structure. I had mm-hmm. peace in my home. And routine. And yeah. I had routine and structure yeah. every day. And they lived in houses that were full of chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And yeah. it showed. When I went to their house, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this child. Mm-hmm. But then when they were in my house, they were a different child. And the minute the mom would walk to the door to pick up these children, they would just flip out and pull a tantrum. Mm-hmm. And they were angels literally the whole day for me. Yeah, yeah. And so I saw that over and over again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but let me, let me close. We're going to pray. Um, let me say this, that. Remember, uh, parents, there's no condemnation for those who are, who are in Christ Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also, um, we all make mistakes and God, you know, can redeem the worst situations. Have faith that God can restore what is broken. Amen. And, uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is, oh, listen to this parent tip and go <laughs> home and say, okay. The buck stops with me, you know, <laughs> and um, you have to you have to restructure mm. and regain that position if you lost it, mm. and ask the Lord and pray for it that God will will help you to become the authority over your family, over your children. Mm. Well, let's let's pray and and close in prayer. And thanks, um, Carlos mm. and Denise and. Uh, We'll do it again when you have your next baby. (laughs) What is it, number 17? Yeah, close. Okay, (laughs) let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you give us wisdom in your words. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, who's our helper. And God, I know that the parents listening to this um, broadcast, Lord, they're they're longing Mm -hmm. to be good parents to their children. They're longing the best for their children. And Lord, you know how difficult that is in this world. So I pray, help us, God, help us Mm -hmm. and help us to be consistent in applying wisdom. And Lord, help us to yearn for knowledge Mm -hmm. that we can use in the raising of healthy, happy and prosperous children. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I pray over you, those of you listening, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you turn into Parent Tips number two next week. God bless you. Mm -hmm.